Hello, and happy Halloween, happy birthday, happy Halloween again, and welcome to Fine Wine, um, a special edition Halloween episode part four. Um, Halloween day actually is here, and happy Halloween again, third time's the charm. Um, this is Fine Wine, where I whine about media that may or may not have aged like fine wine. Um, today, I am going to be discussing whining about the 1973 film Theater of Blood. Now, this film did not come out during Halloween time, but it is like a horror comedy film, um, film, you know? And I thought it like matched Halloween spirit perfectly. For some reason, they decided to release this film in, like, March, April, and June. Um, So, March in Canada, April in the US, and June in the UK. Not during Halloween season at all, even though, um, ma'am, this is, like, perfect Halloween film. Um, Anyways, it stars Vincent Price, Diana Rigg, and Ian Hendry. Um, Miss Diana Rigg, love her, queen. She is very fun in this film. Um, Vincent Price does his thing in this. Um, and yeah, Vincent Price, horror king, um, horror comedy king, should I, I should actually say, because I don't think any of the stuff that he's actually done has been, like, actual, like, a horror's horror. Um, but they've all, like, mostly been horror comedy or horror, well, not even really horror, sort of just, like, slasher type stuff because I wouldn't like call films like The Bat to be horror but it is like classified as a horror genre film. Anyways, this film, Theater of Blood, um, we have Mr. Vincent Price. He is playing um, a dude named Edward Kendall Sheridan and Mr. Dude, Mr. Sheridan, he is um, a Shakespearean actor, and he is aiming to get the biggest award that he can get in his, like, profession, the Theatre Critics Guild Award, Um, and when he was, like, so sure that he was going to win, he ended up getting humiliated by the members of the guild and ma'am he was so distraught by this he um while all the members are like bad-mouthing him at their like little after party at the awards ceremony um mr mr sheridan he like goes around through the like i think he walks out of the room that they're in and goes onto the balcony because they're like having an after party like after party drinks type stuff in, like, a hotel room that's, like, pretty high up next to the Thames. And Mr. Dude, he goes out onto the balcony and throws himself off, committing slewer slide right in front of all of these guys that were, like, just bad-mouthing him. So everybody's like, oh my god, did he just kill himself? Mm, oh no, I have to censor myself. Did he just... Uh, hmm, what can I say instead of that? Did he, did he just sewer slided? Yes, he did. Um, but somehow, 
Mr. Sheridan, he's still alive. Um, the postman always rings twice. The the Shakespearean actor always survives off of a high fall. There you go. Um, so he survives the jump, but he is saved by a group of like vagrants. So like a bunch of homeless people like pulled him out of the Thames and like rehabilitated him. And now we time skip to two years later. Um, and here we are on the Ides of March. Now, ma'am, I don't really know what an Ides is. I th- isn't it like middle of the month? Is that what it is? Ides. Ides is the first and last... No, what? It is... Yeah, the middle of a month. Yeah, that's what an Ides is. I don't know why. I I don't know why I didn't know what that was because I like deal with it. Well, I don't deal with it a lot, but I've I run a, I run into it a lot in crosswords, like word for middle of the month or like holiday in the middle of a month or something. So I've seen it a lot in like crosswords, but I never like knew knew in my brain like really what an Ides was. But now I do. And now hopefully you all too know. Um, So, two years later, after he kills himself, he is starting his little thing on the Ides of March. So Mr. Lionheart, he is getting his revenge on these people that, like, didn't appreciate his Shakespearean genius. Um, Because, yeah, by the way, he, like threw himself off of the balcony because they didn't like his Shakespearean acting. Oops. Um, so he's, like, getting back at them for not liking it. So, like, yes, they did make fun of him and stuff. But then also this dude's sort of like a psycho. Like, ESH here. Everyone sucks. Um, except for Miss Diana Riggs' character. She is a homegirl boss girl. Slay. Um, So yeah, Lionheart is out to get his revenge on these guys that didn't like realize his genius and his plan is to get these guys got one by one um, until there are none um, by using like, he's doing it very um, poetically. He is killing them in the ways that um, Shakespeare's guys were killed. Like, all of the guys that... The guys that did the thing that did... That did. Um, anyways, he's following the Shakespearean plays that he did in his last season that he was acting before he um, threw himself off the balcony. Um, so, also, before he does a murder, he reads out... Um, the the critics' review of his plays in front of them being like, you didn't realize my genius. This is what you had to say about me. What do you say about me now, B? Um, so anyways, the first guy that's gonna get got is Mr. George Maxwell. And Mr. George Maxwell, he is like lured down into a crack den. And um, we're having like a party down in the crack den. 
and he ends up getting stabbed by a group of homeless people um, reflecting the murder of Julius Caesar in Shakespeare's Julius Caesar. You know, um, I guess this can also be a metaphor for the socioeconomic reality of um, the Thames in the year 1984 when the vagrants overran the population and ended up overthrowing their emperor Julius Caesar or something. <laughs> what am I saying? Anyways, total non sequitur. I'm like having mm, you know, I'm I don't know. Anyways, the next murder that Mr. Dude does is a critic, Hector Snipe. And this dude he is doing He's he's a victim similar to Hector in Cho- Troilus? Troilus and Cressida. I knew how to pronounce that. Thank you. Um, and with this murder, Mr. Hector, he is getting got by a spear and being um, dragged um, to Mr. George Maxwell's funeral, the guy that was killed by... The homeless people in the crack den. Um, but not only is Mr. Dude, Mr. Hector Snipe, um, impaled with spear, he's also tied to, like, a horse's tail while he's being dragged to the funeral. Like, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> Over my dead body. Um, but the next murder is, like, um, Clotten and Cymbeline, um, and this dude that gets got is Horace Sprout. Um, so he, I think he gets one of the easiest ways out. He just gets, um, his head removed from his body while he's sleeping. So much better than being, um, stabbed by a bunch of homeless people or being speared and then dragged and then dragged again while tied to a horse's tail to a funeral. So, Definitely one of the easiest ways, well, not easiest ways, but um, nicer ways to go out. Um, and like, <laughs> I've every single time he does the murders, he also, um, Mr. Lionheart, he like um, performs the scenes of the Shakespeare plays. So while he's doing it, he's like, um, really like going at it like homeboy is like doing the readings but then also they set up like a whole scene and they have everybody else like join in on the acting while like the critics are um like what the hell is happening the best example of this is actually the next murder which is trevor dickman um which is the murder from Merchant of Venice. Um, so, Mr. Trevor Dickman, he is lured into an abandoned theater. And, as you know, Mr. Lionheart, he's like homeboys with all of the homeless people. So, uh, maybe street boys is better. <laughs> since they don't have a home. But, he's like BFFs with all the homeless people. So, he gets them to like He's had two years to, like, teach them how to act in a Shakespearean way. So, 
Mr. Dickman is lured into, like, a, an abandoned theater. And they have a whole, like, diorama set up. Well, I guess not diorama, but they have a whole stage set set up. Um, of From, like, The Merchant of Venice. And Mr. Lionheart, he is, like, this is an immersive performance. So he, like, brings Trevor Dickman up to, like, the altar. And... Trevor Dickman is like, oh, this is weird. I've never done this before. But since the heart gets cut out of Shylock in The, Mer- in the Merchant of Venice, you know, um, he gets his heart cut out. LOL. Well, no, Shylock doesn't get his heart cut out, but um, Shylock cuts the heart out. But, like... Mr. Trevor, he is like, um, oh, what's going on? But then when he sees the knife, he's like, wait, we're not just, like, pretending that it's real. We're actually getting my heart cut out. And he's like, wait, 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 wait a minute. But they don't wait a minute. And he is getting his heart cut out. Fun. And I think this is where we see um, Miss Diana Rigg. She shows up intermittently in the film just as random, like, in, in a bunch of different costumes. She is, like, um, showing up in different disguises and stuff. Very fun. I live for it. Um, and she's, like, having a ball with it. And she's, like, the one... I think she's either holding him down or she's the one cutting out the heart. But it's, like, you go, girl, supporting your dad. Best father-daughter relationship, Mr. Lionheart and his daughter. Um, anyways, the fifth murder... Um, we have Oliver Larding, and he is drowned in a vat of wine, like in Richard III, when Duke Clarence is drowned in a barrel of wine. And this is done, like, they have, they, like, hijack a wine-tasting place, and they end up putting him into the wine barrel, and I'm pretty sure that they have, like, the other people that are there because there are other critics that went on the wine tasting. I'm pretty sure that they like drink the wine that he ends up getting murdered in afterwards, which is like delicious. What's this new note of flavor I'm getting? It's douchebag. <laughs> um, the next play we have, um, we have Romeo and Juliet, where we have Mr. Lionheart again luring his next victim slash bully. Um, Peregrine Devlin um, and he gets them he gets Mr. Devlin into a fencing gym you know your local fencing gym everyone has one I go to my fencing gym every day because you know fencing is very popular who doesn't do it at their local fencing gym but he lures this dude to the fencing gym and they end up having like um uh, a fencing match and Miss Diana Riggs she's just hanging out there she's like just vibing with nobody else in the gym but the two guys that are like fighting and Miss Diana Riggs she's just there like vibing love it queen um but Mr. Devlin he got spared but instead he Mr. Lionheart just instead like stabs Mr. Devlin through the shoulder with the sharp epee um, our next critic is Mr. Solomon Saltry, but instead of murder, um, well, yeah, instead of murdering Mr. Solomon, we have 
a little mm, more. I think this one is more um, evil than just straight up murder, um, because we have Mr. Solomon ending up getting put into like the plot of Othello, where we have Mr. Solomon murdering his wife because he's jealous. Um, because he thought that she was cheating on him. First off, not a reason to murder, just break up. Also, second off, cheating's not great, but, I mean, like, still, murder is something else. Um, but, Mr. Saltry, he murders his wife, but his wife wasn't actually cheating on him, because this is all set up by Lionheart and his daughter. Oops. So, Mr. Saltry, he's like, oh, shit, she didn't actually murder i mean she didn't actually cheat on me and i just murdered her for no reason oops so he ends up getting jailed and um he's probably gonna die in jail so that's his um little rev that's um lionheart's little revenge on him but next we have like our only lady critic um where we have miss chloe moon and this one we have this one I definitely think is more artistic interpretation than actual Shakespearean experience, um, the true Shakespearean experience. Um, so this one we're like having Henry the Sixth, Part One, Joan of Arc burning, but instead of burning, we have um, instead just a severe electrocution. Um, not very much. Um, yeah, not very much um, faithful to the source material, but okay. But fire is not that hard to get your hands on. It's weird that they decided to go with electrocution than actual burning, but okay. Up to the writers, I guess. But the next one, oh my god, the eighth murder that, that Mr. Lionheart does is, I think, <laughs> I don't want to say it's the the worst one. But it is among the worst ones. So we have Mr. Meredith Meridu, and he is, um, he loves food. He's like very flamboyant, um, connoisseur of the foods. Um, and he has two little toy poodles, um, but he doesn't have them anymore because Lionheart and his daughter Edwina decided, what's our plan going to be? We're going to do a little, we're going to do a little Game of Thrones end of season seven cliffhanger slash um, Titus Andronicus um, action here. And we're going to kill the toy poodles and put them in pies. Fun. And then feeding them to to Mr. Meredith, like, oh my god, that's brutal. Um, so, he ends up eat. well, he no, he doesn't end up voluntarily eating the pies, he is ended up getting force-fed the pies, and then he chokes to death on them. Um, oops. So, um, after, after that death, um, we have Miss Edwina, after the last murder, well, uh, yeah, after the eighth recreation of of the Shakespearean experience, we have um, Edwina getting arrested as the prime suspect for the murders of the critics because, you know, 
Um, she would actually have reason to do the murders because her dad was driven to sewer slide by them. But, you know, he didn't actually die. Um, also, mm, no, I'm not going to say. Mm, yeah, yeah. But also, um, so Edwina gets, like, arrested. But Mr. Lionheart, he is actually, like, a good father. So he doesn't, um, like, think his daughter going to jail for him is a good idea. So he reveals himself to Mr. Devlin, the one guy that survived. And Mr. Lionheart, he's like, bro, you better give me the, um, award for the theater, theater guild, actor guild. Yeah. Theater critics guild. You better give me that award, dude, or you're going to be killed. Um, so Mr. Lionheart, he ends up getting refused by Mr. Devlin. Like, bro, it's literally just a a tiny award. Just give it to him. Like, this dude's really gonna die because he didn't hand over a tiny award. Not very smart trade. But we have a King Lear recreation now where we have... Um, Mr. Lionheart planning on doing the Red Hat Daggers to blind Mr. Devlin. But, unfortunately, as... So, okay, what what Mr. Lionheart has set up for this recreation is, like, a Rube Goldberg machine with, like, a candle that's burning a rope that has weights attached to it that will make the... Um, daggers go in the burning hot daggers go into the eyes after the rope is burned completely Um, but the machine ends up getting well contraption ends up getting stuck Um, and the police happen to show up and are able to save Devlin Um, but Mr. Lionheart he's not too happy about this so he um, sets fire to the theater and um Poor Edwina, she is murdered by the vagrants um, because one of them ends up getting the statuette that has of the Theater Critic Guild Award and like smashes her on the head. Like, bro, what? So the people that killed um that did the Julius Caesar thing and the ones that were like all acting in the thing end up killing our homegirl Edwina. Miss Edwina did not deserve this. Um, so Miss Edwina, she's dead. Um, but also, this is another recreation, but an unintentional recreation, like, um, where she's Cordelia from King Lear. Oh my god, what a coincidence. Honestly, the murders have, like, so much thought put into them. I think this final uh, murder attempt slash actual murder is the best one because it's, you still get the, the reference even though the murder didn't go as planned. Like, that that's very nice. I would have liked if all of them had gone this way, but, you know, at least we get it for the last one. Um, but Mr. Lionheart, he's like, oh my god, no, Edwina, you're dead. So he goes up to the roof of the theater while it's burning, and he um, does King Lear's monologue that comes at the end of the play, and... Then he dies with holding Edwina's dead body. And Devlin, meanwhile, Devlin's watching 
Mr. Lionheart give this final monologue. And he's like, oh my god, it's so artful. Um, But Devlin ends up giving um, the performance positives. Oh my god. At least Mr. Lionheart finally got a positive review. The end. That's the end of the film. Um, The film really doesn't have any plot. It's really just like a revenge story, but you're not really rooting for... Well, I was rooting for Miss Edwina, but she's sort of like... Mm, supplementary to the rest of the film so she's not really like big part in it um which is sort of disappointing because diana rigg she really looked like she has like she was having the time of her life acting in this because she was just like able to dress up in a bunch of like kooky disguises and have fun with it um but unfortunately there's not much though there is like quite a bit of her in it but she's not like the main focus um Instead, it's just Vincent Price spewing a bunch of Shakespearean monologues. Like, okay. Um, But the murders, I guess they're they're pretty funny. Um, And the horror aspect, again, I think it's just the gore that makes it a horror film. Or classified as a horror film. Um, I was... I would have liked if the... They just made, um... Mr... If they made the, um people that were getting murdered like more despicable that would have been more more funny uh, well mm, not more funny but it would feel like maybe price's actions were more justified but there's not really justification in what he was doing anyways not that this is like a big like moral code film that you should watch because you need to improve your morals this is a horror comedy film like we're not supposed to learn from it but it was, like, a pretty good time, I guess. We get to see Diana Rigg wearing, like, an Elvis Presley jumpsuit while also wearing a brown afro wig, so that's pretty funny. And also she was wearing, like, big, big bug-eye shades, so we got to see that. She looks like um, the mirror ball guy from Pokemon Gale of, Gar- of Darkness, so that was, like, pretty fun. Um, anyways, um, very camp film. Um, and yeah, okay film. Lionheart, very comically evil. Um, sort of same with the critics too. They were sort of comically evil. But Lionheart, he's next level. Just sort of like cartoonish villain. Um, but yeah. Camp film. Watch it if you want, like, campy Halloween. Well, not Halloween theme, but halloween adjacent film um if you have it an hour and 44 minutes to spare um and yeah probably a bit too long um for what it's worth but if you have that time to spare i would say watch it um and yeah thank you for joining me on the four halloween specials if you haven't watched the other three um do that because they're all like spooky themed and stay tuned for um future episodes and if you want go through my backlog of episodes and i'll wind to you next time